I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, Let Women Do the Choosing. Well, when it comes to dating and relationships, I say especially when it comes to relationships, commitments, marriage, becoming her boyfriend, those kinds of things, that's the woman's department. And if you've been following my work for a while, you realize that a lot of what I teach is probably counterintuitive and in a lot of cases the exact opposite of either what you've been taught or what you think you should do. Now, here's the thing that I've learned over the last decade and a half of studying this and interviewing thousands of women, coaching thousands of people over the years, and obviously all the relationships and interactions that I've had in my own life. And that is, it, as far as a guy goes, the best thing you can focus on is the courtship, dating. Just simply making the next date. Either if you haven't heard from her, you call her, you set up a date, and you know, say you're two, three, four weeks into the courtship. By that point, if you've done everything right, she's going to be calling you and texting you maybe every day or maybe every other day at that point. And when she is, then you just simply make the next date because that's the whole reason why she is contacting you is, is basically to push things along because her interest level is going up and she feels good about things and she wants to be closer to you. And plus you're letting her come to you at her own pace. Because like I, I talked about in my article, uh, when you chase or what is it when you chase women, chasing women guarantees rejection. It's like what you got to understand is like the dynamic of how little girls get love from their fathers. And I wrote an article just about that where I talk about how like little girls, they go when they feel unsure of themselves or they stub their knee or maybe they feel sad or a boy was mean to them at school. They come and they sit in daddy's lap and they sit and talk to him and daddy makes them feel all better. He's the rock. He's the mountain. He's the source of emotional strength and love, and he's always there. He doesn't chase her or go running around saying, please show me affection, please love me because I'm your father. He's just who he is going about his life, and when she needs love and reassurance, she goes and sits in his lap and she says, Daddy. And as she grows up and she gets older, and obviously when she becomes an adult and starts interacting with men in a romantic sense, it's the same thing. She goes about her life and then she realizes, wow, I haven't heard from him. I miss him. I wonder what he's doing. And women plan this. Women scheme this. It's it's really cool. But it's like years ago when I was really unsuccessful, it's like I thought like most guys think. It's like I have to do something. I have to say something. I got to call her. I got to send her an email. I got to try to make her laugh. I got to do all these things to try to facilitate it. And that's the thing that boggles a lot of guys' minds, especially guys that I coach. They're just like, I can't believe how damn easy this stuff is. Because really, once you learn the basics, you don't have to do a whole hell of a lot as a guy. You just simply set up the next date, make sure she doesn't know what's going to happen, because obviously you want to be a surprise and you want it to be mysterious. But it's it's really cool to listen in on conversations with women or even some of the women I coach how they're like scheming to to capture guys I mean if you just just recently one of the uh, one of the beauty queens I, I forget she won I, I forget what state it was but she's just absolutely stunning and when she was 
was talking on stage, I guess during the pageant or whatever, she says, oh, Aaron Rodgers, give me a call. And Aaron Rodgers, obviously, if you follow football, is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He's a really good-looking dude. He won a Super Bowl. He's been to two Super Bowls. And he's a stud. He's successful. And she's a beautiful, gorgeous woman who can pretty much have any guy that she wants. And what does she do? Hey, Aaron Rodgers, give me a call. Well, I just saw just the other day that she was singing the national anthem, I think at a basketball game. And he showed up at the game, and obviously this is probably about a month or, it's been at least, I guess, a month since she said that publicly, you know, Aaron Rodgers, give me a call. But this is what they do. This is how women are. It's like they see a guy they like, and, I mean, think about it. They're the ones putting on the the, the war paint, the finger, getting their fingernails done, getting their hair done, buying the dresses, you know, getting the perfume that smells like cotton candy so you notice. I mean, the whole idea is to pull you into her world so she gets what she wants and women are set up to physically get our attention and when you understand that you understand the dynamic of how they interact with their fathers when they're little girls and they still do the same thing when they become adults with their fathers but it's the same way for men in relationships because again women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear and so her she basically said hey Aaron Rodgers I like you and just left it up to Aaron Rodgers to make something happen. And so he happened to be in the same city or whatever. Who knows? Maybe their reps arranged it. But the bottom line is they, they finally got to meet because she got what she wanted. Obviously, she's beautiful. You know, if, if I was him, I would have, you know, and I had the ability to meet her. Hell yeah, I would have met her, you know, a girl like that doing that. You know, I, I get these things happen to me over the Internet. And like over the course of, you know, several years of, of dating and you know, having experience being on television and stuff like that and seeing how women are. It's like if women perceive you to be a catch, if they perceive you to be a guy who's very successful with women and who can pretty much get any girl that he wants, women are going to go out of their way. They're going to do things like that when they're on national television and say, hey, give me a call. That's how, they, that's how they do it. That's how they facilitate getting us to go, oh, wow, this girl's really pretty. I better do something about this. As you know, and then you start dating them, you start courting them, and like I said, you just, you set a date, you they have a great date, and as long as you do everything right, usually a day or two later they're going to text you and tell you what a great time they had, and obviously they're hoping that you you had a good time too, and that you'll call them and you'll take them out on the next date. Now the problem is we're you know us guys is because society and tradition is drilled into us that the men need to do everything in the courtship, that women should ignore the phone calls and all that crap. But it's counterintuitive. It's against our natural nature. I mean, you can look at some of the old movies, like the movie It's a Wonderful Life with uh, Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. I think it was made in like 1939, 1940. And what I love about the older movies is they actually present archetypes of men and women of, of how they actually act in the real world, not just bullshit that they show us on TV and the movies all nowadays where men are feminized and in touch with their feelings and they act like a bunch of women and the women act like men and the problem with that kind of media is it conditions our children to think that that's the way to show up and act as opposed to the way men and women were portrayed in the movies back in the early days and in that movie it's a wonderful life donna reed go i mean she's 
she plans on how to get Jimmy Stewart over to her house so he can come and call on her. She's obviously talking to other women in the neighborhood. She's talking to his mother, obviously. And his mother and their housekeeper is also trying to arrange getting these two together. And he's just going about his life not really, I don't have time for this. I'm, you know, I'm going to shake the, you know, the shitty dust off my heels from this crappy town and I'm going to go see the world. He's like, I don't want nothing to do with some pretty little girl trying to get me to settle down and get married. And, you know, the bottom line is he goes over to her house and she's looking really awesome. She smells really good. And she even did this painting for him. It's like her little, it's like her little web that she's weaved and he shows up and what happens? I mean, he kisses her, he makes out of her, he can't help himself and they end up getting married and they live happily ever after. That's how it's basically supposed to work. And I got an email here from a guy who, he's written me once before and I pointed out a lot of things that he was doing wrong, but what's interesting about this email is because even still, you, you when guys learn what they should do, it's it's a struggle because you're going to have that old programming and that old conditioning in your head always trying to overrule what you're doing. And it's not until you master this stuff to where you become very successful at it just because you've had several great relationships or you've had one great relationship for an extended period of time, then you lose your fear of women. You, you stop coming from a place where you're negative thoughts and limitations are hindering your progress. So he says, thanks so much for your thorough analysis of my wussy-like behavior. I do know personally that I have been so needy and rushing things with all the girls I have known. I've been trying my best to get rid of my neediness and now I could say I'm improving. Another girl I have is now the one doing all the pursuing. I met her like a month and a half ago. The first thing she asked me is if I have a girlfriend. I tease her on that and say I still have room for one more. That's a great comeback. As a matter of fact, I mentioned that comeback in an article I wrote, The Best Comebacks Ever. You can Google that and you'll find it. I'll also put a link on the, uh, the page here. He says, later she told me that she's not into any relationships. And I would say, translation, she's saying, basically, dude, slow your roll. We haven't even met yet. And because that's one of this guy's problems, he's always trying to find out where he stands with her. Does she like me? Am I gonna? Is she gonna become my girlfriend? She has been all over me, both in the phone and the chatting room. I like her so much because she is open, outpouring, and fun to be with, which the other girl lacked. With what I am getting from her, I could say she's into me, save for the fact that we haven't seen each other because of her tight schedule and the distance between the two of us. And here's the thing I want to point out is that, dude, you're not paying attention to reality. If this girl really liked you, she would have set a date. I mean, the bottom line is you don't even know if you like this girl because you haven't even been around her yet in person. So ideally, you just want to set a date to meet for a drink and hang out. And if it goes well, maybe you can turn into dinner. But at some point, you're going to have to meet her. And just putting all your eggs in, in one basket with this particular girl who you haven't even met yet, it's not a good idea. You're just setting yourself up for more disappointment and heartache. He said, I would like to do something to know if she is really into me and to know if I am wasting my time with her or not. Again, the best way, set a date. If she likes you, she'll make a date with you. And if she doesn't, she'll come up with excuses that her schedule's too busy or you're too far apart. I mean, if that's the case, and it's like there's no point in talking to her. It's like, well, hey, 
give me a call when you know you're going to be in this area or give me a call if you want to come and visit. I'd love to meet you. Simple as that. If she's unwilling to travel or make a date, then you need to move on to somebody who is available and preferably somebody that lives in the same city or lives close to you so you can actually physically be around them. And he says, I want to come straight out and tell her that I wasn't the best guy out there, but if she's looking for a guy that would take good care of her and make her happy all the time and be there for her, then I could be her man. Doing this to me would let me know if she's really into me or not, I think, and would make me avoid the pain of investing too much on her like the others. That I want to do before I meet her just to avoid getting come." getting hung up on her. It's like, you're basically telling me, you, you want to talk, hey, will you be my girlfriend? And she'll say, yes. Okay, great. Well, let's go out on our first date. I mean, here's the bottom line, dude. The courtship and going out on dates comes before the relationship. It comes before the commitment. It comes before marriage. And that's what, you know, you're talking about relationships and commitment. It's like, you haven't even been on a date. It's like, you, you haven't even been around this person physically. You might not like her little idiosyncrasies and the quirks of her personality. And here you're talking about relationship. Well, you're trying to get this girl to commit to be your girlfriend before you even meet her. I mean, that's asinine. I mean, you've tried this plan in the past. I mean, you've, I mean, it's never worked for you in the past. So why on earth when this girl, at least as you, you say, she's calling you and blowing up your phone and that was never happening in the past and now that's happening so it's like, why would you want to go back to an old strategy that never worked in the past? I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And he says, girls from here are trained and brought up to look up to a man, to talk them into exclusivity in relationships, and they never reveal their true intentions or attractions up front for a man. I mean, duh. I mean, this is your own culture. You're telling me this, that... In your culture, women chase men, and it's up to them to get them into a relationship. And yet, you're trying to ask this girl to be your girlfriend when you haven't gone on a date with her. It's like, dude, what you're doing is you're acting like a woman. That's why women are getting turned off and blowing you off. It's because they want a, a man who acts like a man. Not a man who acts like a woman is trying to corral them into a relationship when you haven't even met in person. It's crazy. It's crazy.